Welcome to Women Empower Active, an initiative started by UR Sportswear to empower women to find their own active adventure. I'm your host, Jacqueline Gross. So recently I put together 2022's Words of Empowerment. So happy, loved doing it, really pumped me up. And then I was thinking, well, why don't I do 2021? Because I didn't do that last year and I really got a ton out of it. So without further ado, here is the wonderful group of women who were interviewed in 2021 and their words of empowerment. It was really hard to transition from being a college athlete to just being like an age grouper and like not really knowing like why I was doing it. I really wanted to do it and I really wanted to do well, but just always really struggled. Um, and it's tough. Um, you know, struggled a lot with like mental health, you know, depression and stuff all, all throughout my life. Um, but one thing that Sten always said to us like before a race um, was, well, he said two things. He said three things. Okay. One's really important right now. And that was stay out of large crowds and wash your hands. He would always say that like leading up to like nationals and stuff. Like he would, that's crazy. I know he'd always be like, stay out of large crowds and wash your hands. And now I'm like, Oh God, Sten, you have no idea. That's yeah. <laughs> um, but that aside, he would say, um, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if, if you win today or, you know, what your place is, as long as you put forth, you know, a, a good attitude and a good effort. Um, so, you know, attitude and effort is key in being successful. And then he also said, expect miracles. So, you know, you can go into a race, um, you know, knowing about how well you're going to do against your competition. But if you don't expect yourself to excel and surprise yourself, then you're not going to, you're going to be holding yourself back. So those, those two like mantras kind of always went through my head. Tell you that you have a choice. It's way easier said than done, but like, and it's hard to describe, but just if, if we take like the watch example, like if you're feeling anxious about getting exactly the right time or the right distance on your watch you have a choice to do something that doesn't make you feel anxious or you have a choice to decide to not be anxious which is very confusing hard to describe very fleeting like I can't always understand like I can understand all this stuff but I'm still gonna like feel really anxious or be depressed or have a panic attack I feel like I do this a lot I feel like other people must do it too but like you're running late and someone's waiting on you and Maybe they're a nice person who isn't going to care. Maybe there's someone who's upset at you for being late and they're going to be rude. But like in the five minutes that it takes you to get there, you don't have to be like, oh shit, I'm late and decide to be anxious. You can still go in and be like, I'm sorry I was late. I really didn't mean to be. But you don't have to be buzzing anxious the whole time and then go in and prove to them that you feel so bad about it. Like you can be respectful and actually apologize. And it's the same thing. But like you can choose not to feel anxious. Sometimes we're just anxious though. And that's hard. Main thing is like you have a choice. It's not always easy, but you do. And sometimes people will be like, I don't have one. It's just really hard to understand how you do. Mm-hmm. It's not like one time, like it's almost like taking a shower or like brushing your teeth, like make the choice every day or make the choice every moment you may, you know, feel anxious. So yeah, I know that's good. So it's consistent. It's not like a one wonder thing sometimes for certain people. And it's okay mm-hmm. if you always have to make that choice multiple times. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause we all do. We all have to decide. And I mean, you can even just, if you can't, 
if it's not as easy as being like, oh, I'm going to decide not to be anxious when I'm running late for this one time, like you can decide how to handle your anxiety or your relation to it. Sometimes I can get to a place where like I'm anxious and I can't change that I'm anxious, but I can kind of observe what I'm doing while I'm anxious. And if I can do that, sometimes it like gives me insight to like what I can do next time. Mm-hmm. This all sounds like super abstract thing. No, to talk about. I was thinking about that. If I have an experience and like some emotion hits me and it doesn't really make sense with the experience, then I just have to, it takes me a while, but I'll figure out why I'm a, I'm feeling that way. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with the action it might just be like things that I am ashamed of make me angry or whatever like that it doesn't really play along with the actual situation but it's just like watching my actions and then if there's similar emotions trying to group those actions together has been something that's helpful for me as an athlete and just how I've grown up I didn't really try to feel my emotions in the moment and now I'm trying to do that and um, I sound like a robot <laughs> but like I just no 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 I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because I relate it's like push certain things away well it can't bother me so it doesn't but like it really bothers you a lot and you spend a lot of energy like not letting it bother you or spent that energy kind of like figuring out why you feel that way which is then when people are like "Mm, feelings you shouldn't have feelings that's stupid you're weak like or I'm smart and I'm like bolstering myself for like future things and sometimes your feelings you have to work through with a therapist Right. Yeah. A professional perspective. Right. 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, maybe you feel this way. Like, no, let's talk to someone who's seen like thousands of people. Yeah. But like being like, oh, so like the next time something like this happens, maybe I won't be as devastated or wiped out to be able to do like normal everyday things. Because like as much as you want to be like, oh, well, my grandpa dying shouldn't affect my work. It's going to sometimes mm-hmm. like that's just real and pretending that it doesn't doesn't really do a service to you like and that's what you talk about like it holds you back like oh no I'm not upset like just imagine if you admitted that you were upset and you could understand how you felt like you just kind of level up right like and then if you can understand your feelings and level up maybe you can help someone else understand their feelings and then everyone can level up right everyone feels insecure everyone feels ashamed everyone feels excited everyone feels happy everyone feels sad that's the human experience Walk before you run. I would say also to that, find a community if you can. Um, there's so many different groups, um, like like I said, Black Girls Run, um, and other like uh, Black Men Run. If you know, if you want like to see representation of yourself, maybe there's there's people in your community. But if not, I would say start off walking slash running and build up to it and I think my what kind of got me through was finding support uh, with people who again kind of look like me and just said hey you can you can do this um, I think that's always helpful to know so even if you're in a space where there aren't many people who look like you you can find kind of like those online communities and even that's been helpful um, and also for accountability so I'm big on accountability and so when I do like my postings, I know people are watching me like, where did you run today? What are you doing? And it keeps me accountable. And I think it's important for people to know for running, it's, yes, it's the physical for sure, but it's also the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. So especially being in this time of COVID, everyone is so stressed. Um, but just to do it maybe for your own mental health, 
seem running that way can be, it's good. Or just taking the time for your own space. And just to, to do that, I think that's good. I think so many people get caught up on the, um, like I, I was saying before, of like looking a certain way and being the fastest. And that was another thing too. I thought, well, I'm so slow, I'm so slow, but that's not a good way to think about it. Like I run and I run my pace and I enjoy my pace. And I think um, for people to get started, it's like run your own pace. It's okay. It's just you and the pavement. So you're not competing with anyone else. Um, and you, you want to do it for your own enjoyment. Um, because, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, did you run four miles? Did you run five? Did you run six? I'm like, does it matter? I ran. It's not time. Or um, people will say, well, you ran four. Actually, the, the other day, I ran 4.77 miles. And so someone's like, why didn't you run five? Because I didn't want to. I love it. <laughs> yes. Like, like back right. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm done running. <laughs> I did. 4.77 miles. What you do? Okay. <laughs> you know, right. so I, like, I think yeah. that's, you know, I think those are important things for people to know. Go at your own pace. Go for what makes you feel comfortable. It's, it's, it's not a race. Um, and, you know, do it for your overall health. And I would definitely say, especially for folks in the African-American community, um, this is a space that is good for us. We are welcome in the space and that it's important that we do it for our own health. I mean, on a side note, I mean, in terms of rates of um, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, um, in terms of like health disparities, African-American women particularly have higher rates than other women. And so just like, I want us to, to be around for a long time. So just thinking of, of those things that you can do, whether you start off like walking around your block, um, you know, just a little thing, because I, as cliche as it sounds, just taking those few steps led to more steps, mm -hmm. right? Like you had to do, and, and, and that's, that's what got me going. So if someone said, hey, I need you to do five miles or 20 miles, I'm like, no, um, because I was under the 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 um, the notion that I was going to be doing a relay team and just maybe I might do like a mile or something, maybe half a mile, and then I got it and did that whole thing. <laughs> but it was just that someone had asked me, and I took those first steps. And I think that's the hard part. Like, how do you take those first steps? That's um, awesome. I have come into this running space, this running journey by accident. And it's actually made me a better person, a stronger person, a more confident person. Um, like I said, I started when I was 37. So I'm not a, you know, I wasn't running all my life, but it's now mine, right? I've made it my own and uh, no one can take that away. Focusing on the positives, like it's not, it's a pretty basic thing, but you know, you can get really caught up in, in, what you don't feel good at, but um, focusing on the positives and also the fact that if you're a beginner at something, you can kind of make progress um, a lot quicker than, you know, say 10 years down the line when you're just looking for the marginal gains. So just enjoy being on that really um, steep part of the learning curve where, where you can see um, big improvements straight away and just kind of embrace the stuff that, that's not going so well and know that, you know, it's gonna improve would encourage them to 
this might seem weird, but I would encourage them to trust their gut. Um, I think that we, as women, for some reason, I think this is another socialization thing. I think we tend to undercut our internal, um, our feelings and our, and our gut um, response to things. And we, we tend to discount it. I know I do because I'm like, okay, I don't know that it's based on some kind of empirical evidence. So I must be, and especially if someone's telling me the opposite, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't know what I'm basing this on, but a lot of times human beings take in information without, you know, the subconsciously without realizing it, you know, so we're, we're putting things together and we're making assessments um, kind of processing in the background all the time. So I think that um, young women especially are taught not to listen to their own internal voice. And I would say to the extent possible, you know, listen to what you listen to you, your subconscious, whatever it's telling you, listen to your gut, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, what's best for you more than anybody else does. I can't really give the advice to say like, you know, you're beautiful and perfect as you are. Although, you know, that's one thing about having a daughter, having a child that has changed my perspective. It's made me a lot more appreciative of like the beauty of human beings. Cause I think she's absolutely the most perfect thing I've ever laid my eyes on. And I don't think there's a thing that she could do that change how perfect she is. I don't think she needs makeup. I don't think she needs, and I'll never feel that way. I'll never think she needs to like, I get like teared up even thinking about her, but like, uh, I don't think she, you know, so I try to, you know, I, I think there's an, there's advice about thinking, talking to, uh, you know, talking to yourself, how you talk, talking to others. And I think that's great advice because we tell ourselves the worst things um, sometimes about ourselves. So I think that's advice that I've heard, you know, not everybody that has a daughter that can pretend that they're talking to their daughter like I can, but they can, you know, pretend they're talking to a younger version of themselves or what they needed to hear as a younger girl or what they would tell their little sister if they had one, that kind of thing. I, I think just being kinder to, um, you know, thinking about ourselves in a more kind way and talking to ourselves in a more kind way is, is something that I would hope everybody can strive to do. I know it's hard. Um, you know, negative self-talk is an easy, easy cycle to get into. Be nice to yourself. And then whatever it is you want to do, just go for it. You know, you're not, you're never too old or too whatever to do whatever you want to do. Like people, especially nowadays, you can like reinvent yourself a million different times in your life. And so, I mean, there's maybe a few things you're too old to do, but not many. So just go for it. Running doesn't ask a whole lot of us. I know sometimes people hear about running and they think it's, well, that's hard. But really running doesn't ask that much of us. If we're, if we're feeling down, if we're struggling, what running asks is that you just put one foot in front of the other. It does not matter how fast you go. It does not actually matter how many of those steps you take. It's just about putting one foot in front of the other. And that is really what it's about. And I think many, many women of all ages, some more than others, but feel are, are really, really beat down by the world at large. And that that looks different for diff women in different socioeconomic positions, different ethno-racial groups. Like it is not all the same, <laughs> not all the same, but running is something that doesn't ask a lot of us. Uh, so that's, that's one, uh, you know, going along with that is if you run, you're a runner, right? Who's a runner? Oh, are you running? Great, you're a runner. That's <laughs> fabulous, right? Uh, th that would be that would be my second. The other is to encourage women to find what what things 
give them joy about moving their body? Like, what is it? Is it about the way it makes you feel when you're done, which is awesome, right? <laughs> go do it. Is it, you know, that on a really hard day, you, you go around the block or you go a mile or you go 10 miles and you have a moment to step outside of your routine and just be with yourself, right? That, that precious, I mentioned this earlier, but that precious, precious time to just be with yourself and not be burdened by other people's demands. And I, I, you know, I was a young mom trying to run with a baby and a toddler and a, you know, I remember at a certain point where I realized that my son in the running stroller weighed more than me pushing the running stroller. Like this is not easy, but still getting out there was time that it broke up the routine. So I would say that, um, and it allows you to get out of your head and into your body. And I think we as women, we as women have really complicated relationships with our bodies and moving our bodies. And for me, at least moving my body in places, either natural spaces or places that I don't know, right? Places that are new to me. I've had adventures all over the world, mostly from being in a place and getting up in the morning and going running, not exactly knowing where I was. And you just see things you wouldn't expect and you, you have these revelations. So, um, running, I would say, you know, if you're struggling with your body, if you ha are not sure you have this love hate affair with it, you know, getting out there and moving it gets you out of your head and really respecting the fact that your body is there and it's serving you, right? It's serving you. It's doing this amazing thing. And it, that's what it's doing. So I mean, that's, um, those are some of the things that I would say, mostly, I would just encourage women to to do what gives them joy. And it does not matter if the thing you're doing doesn't give the person next to you joy. That's not your, that's not your bother. <laughs> you know, we are really good at figuring out as women what makes everybody else happy. We are really good at judging ourselves. And you have this one body and you can move it however you want um, and, you know, get out there and do it. And I have long, you know, I mentioned I had taught this class that I developed for my students. I am in the process of, I'm going to be going through a coaching course later this spring. And part of that is just to get some street cred, but I've long wanted to figure out a way to just be available to mentor and facilitate women who want to find a way to use, whether it's hiking or walking or running to just be kind to themselves <laughs> and, and come to more awareness of who they are, but just find some joy in life. There's enough hard stuff out there that I think this can bring people joy individually. And through it, I have, you know, through it, it connect you to other people, uh, if, if that's what you want, but connect you to yourself first and foremost. And if you do that, you know, your world, your world also opens up. You've always been scared of something at one point in your life. And if you can, Think back to like the last time you were scared and the feeling you had after you pushed through that, that fear and like how great that made you feel and how much stronger that made you. You know, each, each opportunity to get through something that scares you or is hard for you is the same as the last one, that feeling that you get when you do succeed. Um, you know, it, it keeps you growing. It's just like anything in school, you know, if a test was hard for you, you're going to study a little bit more. But 
once you passed the test, it felt probably a lot better than if you, if it was just easy, you know, you didn't have to do anything for it. You get a lot more gratitude out of it. Um, and a lot more growth. I think when you, when you have a challenge for it and, you know, if somebody tells you that it has to be done a certain way, um, you know, everybody is different. Everybody's mind and, and mental, you know, and strengths are different. And you have to work towards your own strengths, um, and, you know, and find what works for you uh, to reach that end goal. Um, it's good to build off of other people's success and how they might have gotten there. But I think everybody needs to remember that it, there's not one way to do it. And you just need to go off your own strengths and work around that. Just work hard and uh, take control of your life and set goals and live with a purpose. When you live with a purpose, I just believe everything just flows much more smoothly. You can do hard things. Um, so take that step. I used to have, you know, like the Nike slogan, just do it. I'd have cards written that just said, just do it. Um, so yeah, those are like the big things of like taking the step and you can do hard things. Um, just do it. Just go for it. You can follow me personally. That's at Jacqueline Gross, J-A-C-A-L-Y-N-G-R-O-S-S. I mostly take pictures of one location in the Muckleteal Trail System. You can follow UR Sportswear. That's the letter U, the letter R, Sportswear on all social platforms. And you can check out any of our products at URSportswear.com. If you are listening to this and you'd like to watch our videos, go to UR Sportswear's YouTube channel and subscribe. Both the video and audio version of this podcast was produced by Jeremy Canaria and edited by me. Thank you so much for listening.